Yo, 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 what's up, citizens of the World Wide Web? It's your boy, Mr. 13, and I'm here for the third edition of The Sit Down. Tonight, I got Jordan Pauline with me. Jordan just dropped her first single off her upcoming project called Nasty. The project is Love Songs About Nobody. Thank you for joining us tonight. How are you doing? Thank you for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. So how's, how's your day going? My day is going grand. What about you? It's going good. I'm here hanging out with you, spending some time on Zoom. So I was reading your uh, your bio, and I see that you've been in the game for a while. You started at a uh, pretty young age. Uh, what was it that made you uh, decide that you had a passion for music? Um, I don't even know. I think when I first saw Beyonce and Sean Paul's music video together, when she's like in the sand and stuff, I really, 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 I think that was like when it's peaked. But um, like, as far as I could think back, I just always wanted to do it. Like, since I was four, I've always just knew this is what I was gonna do. I started writing songs really young, always sung. My first words were an Ice Cube song. Okay. Um, so it's like I've just always been there, you know. Got you, got you. For the people who've been living under a rock, why don't you give them a little bit of who you are and what you represent? Tell them what it is. Hi, I'm Jordan Pauline. I'm originally from Georgetown, Guyana. Um, LA native. I came here when I was six years old. Been working on over a hundred. TV shows and films. Uh, first got my start with Shake It Up on Disney Channel and Ant Farm. And then I followed on to start writing for other various artists and TV shows. Now I'm just skyrocketing as my own individual artist. Yeah. And yeah, been making music ever since. So I see you said that you did some writing. Well, how did you get those opportunities? How did they come about? Um, just really tagging myself along with my mom because okay. she's a manager. She would have to go do, you know, you know, the grind everyday hustle. And, um, I just tagged myself along and I've always been very adamant about what I want to do. Always in my head, I've been a superstar since I was a kid. So I always been like, look guys, I could do music too. Like listen to this. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and that was annoying. Somebody was like, okay, let me hear it. And they actually really liked it. Never since. I've been taken more serious in that um, gotcha. order. Yeah. Interesting. I was reading the bio and I saw that you work with some pretty heavy hitting uh, legendary producers like Alonzo Jackson and Brian uh, Killer, Killer B. Bates. How, um, mm -hmm. how was that experience? Um, I'm currently in the studio with Killer okay. now. Like we've been working for the last couple of weeks and it's amazing. Like the production, incredible for making some world renowned music in there. And I'm very excited. So it's it's a it's a blast. It's a blast. That's good yeah, to it's hear. A blast. What do you think separates you from the pack of other artists that are out there right now? Um, my authenticness, I would say. My authenticness, my originality. Um the other artists are copying me. I'm just doing me, you know? So as long as I keep continuing to do me, that's what's going to continue to set me apart. And yeah. 
I just yeah. I just know it's me. Like nobody does it like me. That's just that's me. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. So when you're in the studio with with Killer B, what's the process like? You know, how how is the process of putting this project together? Um, very quick. Uh, very just energy is there. You know, just as soon as you walk in, you make a beat. I'll be like, yo, this beat just sounds like it's it already. And then going to boot, probably I would say thirty minutes most on writing. Then I cut it in 20 minutes. I'm really quick. And then next song. It does time to go. And we do 12 hour sessions, so we'll be knocking them hoes out. So but, how, how many songs are you doing in a 12 hour session? Like, um, like seven? On a good day, five. No, because I like to take my time, you know. I like to when I'm done recording, I like to, when I'm done, sit down next to my engineer, structure it out, make yeah. sure this is that. Da, 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 da. And that's an extra, I think that's where the time comes in. It's just yeah. like getting it, how it sounds and stuff. Um, yeah, I'll get like five, six songs. I'll do like three full songs, two ideas, and come back to two ideas, finish two ideas, touch up the full songs, start another three songs, two ideas again, type that's some serious work ethic right there. Mm. How many songs are on this album that you got dropping? Seven. Seven? C. Yeah. And which one is you would you say is your favorite? I don't even know. Because oh my gosh, this EP has been such a like I just know it's a big blessing behind it because it's been so crazy just making this whole EP. Like, I had it done three, four times already. And I just remade it. Hard Drive got stolen, remade it. Uh, I did, like, four songs with a certain producer. Complicated, so I have to remake songs. So, like, now I'm in the station of, like, I remade so many songs that the newest remade songs are just, like, it's just, you know, just meant. You know, it's supposed to be those songs. So, um. I don't even know what song is my favorite because, like, I just put so much work into this album. I'm just like, fuck it, all of it is my favorite at this point. <laughs> I only want to think about a second thought, like, oh, maybe this one because it's been so much time put into this. So, like, I don't even want to dissect one like that. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. I listened to a couple of these songs on YouTube. Uh, I liked What. That one was pretty dope. Uh, and then, uh, and I, of course, I listened to the Nasty one. So Nasty is the first single off the project. Why mm. did you choose that one to be the first single? Because it feels good. It just sets the tone, I feel like. It just feels like it sets the tone. It's one of them. Like, honestly, if I was signed, it would be number one. But I'm not signed. I'm still pushing this. Off okay. the ground, saving my money, doing everything I can to, you know. But like, it sets the tone. Everybody loves it. It's a good feel, good song. And what really made me like it is because like I would play it and random little kids like on the street or something, they'll just really like gravitate to it. And kids are the best with picking songs. And that's word to my mother. Like that's yeah. kids love. Yeah. When they say and kids are like, very okay, honest. Yeah, they're very honest. They're like, oh, I love it. Yeah. So you're independent right now and you're pushing this out on your own? Yeah. 
Got you. And you got you got a team behind you right now. Your mom, your producers. Mm-hmm. How's that? Mm-hmm. How, how's that? How's that going for you? Like, how are you booking any shows yet? It's Have you performed? Um. Yeah, I'm in rehearsal. I just started back rehearsals. Um, so I'm getting my show back tight okay. and right. Uh, people have been reaching out about booking and stuff, so we're getting that together. But um, everything's going pretty good. It's going divine timing the way it's supposed to be falling into place. And you know, as time goes on, God keeps putting the right people and opportunities in my way. So it's up to me to execute them, or you know. Yeah. So you go to rehearsal every day about how how many hours do you spend in rehearsal four and a half like four and a half three hours maybe four and a half depending on the day so you're in you're four hours in rehearsal and then you're in the studio for like 12 hours that's a lot Mm -hmm. a lot of hustle man yeah workout rehearsal chill period and then i'll probably do a couple interviews um Get ready for studio, studio. I need to start fitting like a photo shoot in my days. I need to do a photo shoot every other day. I feel. Yeah, you got you. Uh, you can put some photos out there. I'm sure your fans will love it. I see you got almost half a million followers on Instagram. How's 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 Instagram been treating you? It looks pretty good. Instagram has been good, actually. <laughs> um, I've been engaging more with my fans every day. I'm like waking up to crazy DMs to like people saying they love me, like their mom's listening to me or like their, you know, daughter loves me. And that's really what's like exciting because now I'm starting to get like genuine supporters and fans. Yeah. And I've always wanted that like my whole life. And um, now I'm like, wow, they see it. They love me. That's good. So now that you got a lot of fans and you up on Instagram, if let's say a little girl who admires you were to ask you, you know, what she needed to do to be successful in the inter- entertainment industry, what would you, what are three things that you would tell her? Um, be yourself. If it's something you be inspired by someone, but don't, you know, steal their, you know, they're fostering them. Be inspired, but don't still, you know, because a lot of people are unoriginal. Just stick to who you are. Be yourself. Keep pushing it, you know, and make a substantial name for yourself. Watch you poodle. Move it. Oh, I see you got your cute and, dog there with you. Uh, never give up. Yeah, he's trying to get on the laptop. He wants to be famous too, right? What's your poodle's name? Watchy. Watchy the watchdog. <laughs> Say, what's Watchie. up, Watchy? That's a very cute dog you got there. Thank you. (laughs) So, you know, the other thing that I read about you was that you were big on philanthropy and uh, you were working to bring awareness to certain causes. Mm -hmm. So, so what is it that you, what you do with these causes and and what are some of the causes that you work with? Um, Well, I'm in the process of starting my own cause to watch you poodle. Baby, stop. Um, to end homelessness in LA or, you know, get a stamp, a little foot in there because it's getting so bad. It's getting so bad. Just world homelessness, homelessness everywhere. It's getting so bad. And I feel like there's so much money out here that people are literally throwing away. If we could just like the money we don't want, 
put it in a little pile to help the ones in need that's across street from us. I live in downtown, I have a condo in downtown. I live in North Hollywood as well. I can look out my window, see such poverty and mm. so much money around and it breaks my heart. And I just really, we have to figure that out. That's one thing I'm really big on figuring out. Um, uh, kids in distress, just like teenagers and young adults and kids, you know, it's growing up in homes that's like abusive or just, you know, depressing and lack. I would like to have something for that to give and, you know, have someone to get information from and get right ethical education and common sense for real world life for kids and teenagers and stuff. So. Gotcha. Now you live in downtown LA, you said, and um, you see a lot of poverty. Has that increased during COVID? I think so. I don't know what's going on, honestly. I really don't know what's going on. And it's so many buildings here. Easily a nice little high rise. It's probably like 2000 units in most of these buildings. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, why isn't, like, certain buildings designated to help and people could work in the buildings for a job and work their way up and, like, you know, figure out what they're good at? Honestly, people just need the opportunity. Some people don't know. And life is hard enough, so all the self-doubt and trauma of every day is already so, like, belittling to average human being. We don't know what people are going through out there. They probably really think nothing is possible, so it's, like... You just gotta change the perspectives of the ones that's in need. Change. I hear you. And how have you been dealing with this COVID? How has it um, affected your your career? How, how have you been able to take advantage of it? Um, I've been I've been appreciative of it because I've been able to work more. Um, I did get my little quarantine thick. I was looking at myself like this time last year. I was like, hey, I was skinny as fuck. And now I got a booty and stuff. I'm like, this is crazy. Like, I'm actually kind of thick. So that's what's changed. And what else? Just making music. I've been in the studio way more than I was before. Um, Just really setting what I want out of life and perspective. That's what helped a lot. It's been some losses along the way and, you know, some crazy shit in COVID period. But, you know, God got us. I got a couple of friends in California. They said that it was pretty bad like a month ago. Is it are things starting to settle down now? I think so. Everybody. I think the clubs are open. I've been seeing like everybody on my story at a club or restaurants. It looks like regular life is back happening. But I'm over here in my own little bubble. Gotcha. Not even knowing what's going on. So, you, are you? Did you take the vaccine, or are you gonna? Are you oh, against it? No, <laughs> no. Prayer is my vaccine. <laughs> you said prayer is your vaccine. I gonna get some leaves off a tree before I take that shit. Boil it pot. Drink some natural remedies. Yeah. I well, you. The rig. Everything is just. That's what I'm saying. Everybody just think think this. You know, it's the answer, but like, what is really the answer? You just gotta keep yourself healthy. That's probably the best answer. That's the best answer. Drink a lot of water, apple cider vinegar. I hear you. I hear you. Do you get any comparisons with anyone in the music industry right now? 
Yes, I do. And I hate them. <laughs> I hate getting compared to other people. I was like, they wish they could be like this. No, I hate it. I really hate do. It. Some people I, find like, it flattering. It's like, to me, in a sense, because I've been doing this for so long and like I'm an originator and girls that's popping in today's time on the charts look at me for their inspiration. So like when people, when I'm walking down the streets, might be like, oh, you look like such and such. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I did a makeup look and hair look, da 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 da, and another artist copied me and then they made it the da 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 look on YouTube. And then I'm just doing me, me being me. Somebody's like, oh, you look like you try to be like, I'm like, like, that's what, that's what, you know? Yeah, that would piss you like, off. That's what I mean. I hear you. I hear you. So you got this album dropping in like a, in a week or so. When when people hear it, what is something you want them to take away from it? Just, just fuck with it. Honestly, I just want people to be like, wow, this is like, you know, when you've eaten a lot of junk food and a lot of bullshit food and you eat a home cooked meal and your stomach feels full and satisfied that's what i feel like my ep is going to do okay. it's not going to give you that emptiness feeling like you're still hungry which is the consumption of the music right now we're still hungry you know what i'm saying yeah. nobody's fulfilled with anybody's sound or you know what is out there in a sense so i'm that home cooked meal that all natural ingredient, literally. You know, I'm in a pot, and it's just what everybody needs. Got you. Make everybody feel better. I hear you now. So, do you think that music is watered down nowadays, or do you, or do you prefer old school? Do you prefer old school music? Any day. That's all I listen to. I try my best not to listen to like too much new music because, like, I'm in the studio so much. Like, I don't want to even, like, I don't even, when people sound, be like, oh, this sound like, I'd be like, who? I don't even, I can't listen to new music because everybody just sounds the same and I'm not trying to fall in that bracket. Yeah. I don't want to even psych myself out to fall in a bracket like that. So I listened to a lot of, like, 90s R&B. Ooh, I love jazz. Minnie Ripperton, Prince. I could listen to Aaliyah front to back every day, every day. Michael Jackson. I've been listening to Michael Jackson a lot lately. That's um, somebody I've been listening to like almost every day randomly, but it feels good. So I've been, I've been vibing with it. I'm a Prince girl, so yeah. never really gave Michael like a huge <laughs> chance, but I've always gave him a chance. But Michael is heat, so. Yeah, well, they're both two legends in the game, definitely. So you prefer Prince? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, everything about him. Everything <laughs> style. Adam, I love Prince. I hear you. A lot of a lot of women prefer Prince. Mm-hmm. And boys love Michael Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> so you've ten to twenty years from now. Um, what what do you what would make you satisfied? What would say? What would you think would be the one thing that would make you feel like you succeeded? Me never folding on myself and my team can't fold and shit. As long as we got, we went diamond 10 times. We went diamond <laughs> 10, 30 times. Number one, still circling back from 20 years ago. Like, 
Janet Jackson just did that, which is like a fun fact. She just circled back to number one randomly, Control, which was 30 years old. Yeah. Like, I could do that too. Just circle back with the hits. Um, a couple world tours up my sleeve, ending this homelessness thing or getting my foot in it, at least like just really like, you know. Um, what else? Oh, going back to Guyana, building some property there, giving back to my culture, my country. Um, what else I want to do? I have so much to do. 20 years? Like, oh my God, so much to do. Like, so much, so much to do for 20 years. You know? Right. I hear you. Well, you know, <laughs> oh, I want to. If you think about it, but then it's not, but then it is. It goes by pretty quick. I don't want to date myself, but it goes by pretty quickly. <laughs> You say you said Janet Jackson controlled 30 years ago. I remember when that album dropped. So, <laughs> but listen, I want to thank you for joining me tonight. I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to sit in with me on this Zoom meeting. Um, is there anything you want to say to the listeners out there? Anyone you want to give shout outs to? Uh, make sure you guys look out for my debut EP, Love Songs About Nobody, out March 18th. It's for sure going to be out on that day. Um, and yeah, follow me on Instagram at Jordan Pauline, J-O-U-R-D-I-N, Pauline, P-A-U-L-I-N-E. Twitter, Facebook is the same. TikTok is Princess Jordan. And shout out Vic, shout out my tea, shout out my mama, shout out everybody, shout out you. Thank you. Shout out Watchy Poo. Right, well, <laughs> shout out to your pretty little dog over there, definitely. <laughs> that You should give him uh, his, is it a hair or her? It's a him. It's him. You should get him his own Instagram page. He do. Watch he, does, he does. He does. It's Watchy Poo. He made his debut on here. All right. W a t h y. Everybody got to go follow him. All right. Well, you have yourself a wonderful night. Thank you for joining us. Okay. Thank you for having me. Peace.